Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast with Tony Marinero. Sports entertainment like no other. It's going to be sick. Marinero, welcome yet another edition of The Sick Podcast. And you can follow us on all social media platforms at The Sick Podcast. We've got a busy one today. We're going to talk about the Patriots television crew accredited at a Bengals Browns game the Bucks and Lakers are at 21 and 3 as we speak can they beat the Golden State Warriors record season of 73 and 9 which happened back in 2016 another firing in the National Hockey League and this time it's the head coach of the Dallas Stars Jim Montgomery and we'll touch on that we'll take a look at the power rankings in the NFL after 14 weeks and our sick picks, which I remind you, are made up of what we feel are the three most important games of the week. We'll also give you a lock of the week, and we'll give you an underdog of the week. And I want to let you know, we won a perfect 5-0 and last week with that format. And since we've adopted this format, it's been two weeks now, we are 9-1 and after 10 picks. What I'm trying to tell you is, if you want to make some money, don't go to Vegas Don't go to this expert. Don't go to that expert. Come to the sick podcast. Nine and one under a format that is difficult. We're choosing the biggest games of the week. The most important games of the week. An underdog of the week. We're not giving you the gimmies. We're tackling the hard ones and we are succeeding. Joining me today for this edition of the sick podcast. I placed a few phone calls. And he answered, because nobody else was available, Storm and Norman Marshall. Well, Tony, thank you for finally taking my call, because we know you don't return calls. And it's about time that me and you reunite and do it right. <laughs> Storm, we're going to go head to head then? Head to head. All right, why don't we start with this? Patriots television crew seen recording footage at a Bengals versus Browns game, Right. And somebody from the, uh, from the uh, Bengals entourage looked at it and said, hold on a second, there's something suspicious here. And they reported it to the National Football League. Bill Belichick goes on sports radio in Boston right away. He says, no, no, listen, folks, don't overreact. We did nothing wrong here. First of all, it's a TV production crew. They're there on advanced scouting They're showing the work of a scout, what they do, 
The show is called Do Your Job. And so whatever they tape doesn't matter because whatever the production crew tapes stays with them, doesn't come to us. But we were accredited to be there. They were accredited to be there. Everyone knew exactly what they were doing. They were doing nothing wrong. Get down to the bottom of it. It appears that, yeah, they were accredited and they were allowed to do what they were doing until they were filming the sidelines. That they were not allowed to do. The Patriots had to issue a statement apologizing for their TV production crew taping the sidelines, but once again said that this said, you know, there was no wrongdoing here. It was a little mistake on their part. Do you buy it? Yes or no? Storm? Well, you, you can't really buy it because history says the Patriots have gone down that path once too many times. And you know as well as I do, Tony, that when it comes to this taping on the sidelines, we know Belichick and his crew are going to take the footage, they're going to go through every little detail, like Bill only knows how to do. He knows how to break you down. If you know you can't take sugar, he's going to put the water in it to break it down to see what is the real ingredients to your football team. And when that does happen, they're going to wonder why. Why did the Patriots once again outdo their opponent? Because they've been doing it for years, but right now they have been caught. Oh! All of a sudden now, we find ourselves in a situation where he's doing something he's done before. The commissioner said as early as this week that we're going to go through the entire thing. We're going to go do our due diligence. And at the end of the day, we'll find our findings and we'll find out what really did happen. But we know as well as you know, Tony, Bill Belichick is a smart egg. A real smart egg. I'm going to take it a step further than you. He's a cheater. He has been ever since he got uh, to the New England Patriots back in the year 2000. You know what this is? This is this is a track runner cheating to be better. It's the same thing. People don't want to admit it. Some people don't want to admit it because we're talking about a coach who holds the records for the most wins in the playoffs the most Super Bowl appearances, the most Super Bowl wins, and he's coupled with arguably the greatest quarterback of all time, the quarterback who has also had tremendous success in the playoffs and in the finals and in the playoffs and in the Super Bowl and winning and all that stuff. The New England Patriots, when Bill Belichick got there, started to cheat. They've been cheating for a longest time, and I'm not going to buy anyone telling me that they don't cheat. I need you to think about this for a second. It's a salary cap league. It's a 30-plus team league. There are big boys. There are injuries. There is parity. There is upsets. There are underdogs. There are injuries to deal with. There's so many intangibles and invariables to deal with. Yet, despite all of everything we just talked about and all the challenges, since 2002... Just two years after Belichick arrived as head coach as uh, of the Patriots, they won a Super Bowl. They won it against the Rams. A couple of years later, they got back and they beat the Panthers in the Super Bowl. The year after that, they beat the Eagles in the Super Bowl. Three years after that, they went back to the final. Four years after that, they went back to the final. Three years after they had gone to the final for the second time, they beat the Seahawks in the Super Bowl. 
couple of years after that, they beat the Falcons after being down like 28-3 and winning 34-28 in overtime. A couple of years ago, they get back to the Super Bowl, they lose to the Eagles, and last year, they beat the Rams. They've been in the final the last three seasons. They've been in the final four of the last five seasons. And Tony... This is coincidence? It's very... You know, Tony, on top of that, players who go to the Patriots, they sort of are told the Patriot way. Then they come in, they take less money, then Bill and his crew, then, they, then Brady, they come in and they say, well, we're going to do it this way and this way and this way, and the classic, I need more. And then the players play to that tune. They understand what it takes to win because they are proven winners. And in the entire scheme of things, when you look at it, the Patriots are going to go down as one of the greatest teams, if not the greatest team, from the year 2000s. But at the end of the day, they're going to have that doubt, that big doubt, that thing that we don't want to be Well, it was Spygate versus the Jets. Yeah. It was Deflategate before with the footballs. And now it's this excuse, by the way, is the same one as Spygate a couple of years ago, right? It's the same thing. It's a TV crew. It's a production crew. They're taping. They shouldn't have been doing that. We didn't want them to do that. We just found that we're doing that. We're going to issue a statement. We're going to apologize. We're going to reprimand them. Uh, we're going to tell them that that's not the way they do their job, yada, 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 and all that stuff. And for those asking, by the way, Tony, Storm, why would they possibly want to do advanced scouting on the Cincinnati Bengals who are 1-12? Why? Because it doesn't matter who you play in this league. Any team can beat any team on any given Sunday. The Patriots are 10-3. The Bills are 9-4. The Chiefs are 9-4. This past week, the Chiefs played the Patriots. Who won? The Chiefs. All right. So if the Chiefs win this week and the Patriots happen to lose to the Bengals and they both have a record of 10-4, and four, who's getting the first round by? Mahomes and the crew. The Chiefs are on. Because they won the tiebreaker. Yeah. Who do the Chiefs play next week? And the bye on top of that. Correct. Who do the Chiefs play? Uh, the, uh, the Patriots. Who do the Patriots play next week? Do you have that handy? Because no. I know they're playing next. I'll tell you exactly who they're playing next week. They're got? playing the Bills. The Bills are 9-4. and four. Yeah. The Bills go to Pittsburgh. Let's just say the Bills beat the Steelers. And let's just say the Patriots lay an egg in Cincinnati versus the Bengals and lose. At that point, the Bills are 10-4. and four. The Patriots are 10-4. and four. For a change? The Chiefs are 10-4. and four. Now, the Chiefs are ahead because they've won the head-to-head matchup. And the week after... The Bills play the Patriots. And what happens if the Bills beat the Patriots? Well, then you know what? You know one of the uh, one of the reasons why they've had a lot of success? Wild card, baby. In the last 15 years, I'm going to tell you why. It's because they win their garbage division, right? They win their garbage division. Yeah. They end up getting a bye in the AFC. Then they end up having their game at Foxborough. It's in cold weather. It's in snow. Teams don't adapt. I'd like to see them. Not having a first round buy. And I'd like to see them go on the road, open up on the road, and then let's just see if they're as good as their record. So if you're wondering why would they cheat versus the Bengals, I just told you. Because a loss versus the Bengals and a Bills win and a Chiefs win 
and a loss versus the Bills in a couple of weeks from now, and then all of a sudden, a situation that looked amazing for the Patriots three weeks ago, hey, they've lost three of their last four games. And uh, Brady is not as healthy as we would like it to be. And the game they won, they beat the Dallas Cowboys, that if the Dallas Cowboys would have had Storm and Norman Marshall coaching instead of Jason Garrett, right? Anybody. Joey DiCaprio, for that matter, and then no names in the sporting world. If they would have had anybody else other than Jason Garrett, they probably would have lost. Yeah. The Patriots would have lost to the Cowboys. They were done like dinner that day. They lost because there were a couple of bad decisions by the referees, a couple of good decisions in favor of the New England Patriots, and because Jason Garrett blew it. A new chapter is about to be written now. What, what chapter is that? A new chapter is about to be written with the, with the Patriots. Because if you look at the way things are going and all this pressure, and you know as well as I do, Tony, when there's controversy, it puts more pressure on the team and the focus is not on who we got next week. The pressure's on, did you guys cheat again? Yes or no? And a distraction like that at this time of the year is very dangerous for your people. You know what I almost think? I almost think, and this is crazy, right? But I've said crazy things before. I've done it before. I've done it again. I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. I almost feel like he's happy to get caught. Why? And the reason why I almost feel His like legacy. The reason why I almost feel like he's happy to get caught. Those I'm gonna, championships. I'm going to tell you why. All right. Regarding the legacy, he'll always say, "The flake gate? No, we did nothing." He'll always say. Uh, Spygate? No, it was the TV crew. The game with uh, Cincinnati and Cleveland? No, it was the TV crew. The reason why I almost think that he feels like getting caught and he wants to get caught or he wants the media to come out with these stories, he wants it at the forefront, is because he uses it to motivate his team. Every year come into the playoffs, what does he tell them? They think you're cheaters. They think I'm a cheater. Tom, they think you're a cheater. They think our team is cheating. And, and they keep on saying that we win because we cheat. We don't get any respect. And he uses it. It galvanizes the team. And they bounce back and they respond. Well, it's, it's, if you look at the whole history of what you just said there, it's, it's, it's understandable that he could use that. But how much more of that gasoline or that petrol can he take to move his team forward in 2020? Uh, he doesn't care what people say. Think, he just wants to win championships. I don't think he can move on. I know. I don't think so. I don't think so. He, he doesn't care. I'm telling you he doesn't care. For all the Patriots out there, I think this year maybe you could say it's the year they're going down the sink with the Drano. This year they're going down? Yeah. Of course they're going down. You want to know why? Ask me why, I'm going to tell you. But and I won't even charge you. I'll what? give you free information. Tell us why. Because the Baltimore Ravens are going to win the Super Bowl. Wow. Wow? Uh, uh, it's not wow. A, you see what the energy they're playing with? The league doesn't have an answer for Jackson. They're trying to take out his knees. They're trying to take out his kneecap. They're trying to take out his ankles. Well, he's become a target. He's a, Defensive coordinators on the other team are trying to get him off his game. He's they the can't flavor stop him. of the week. But what's the pun of The flavor of the week. What's a He's the best time? player in the NFL this year, Storm. What are you talking time, about? We saw a guy by the name of Michael Vick be that guy. And hey, what happened to Michael Vick? On his worst day, he's better than Michael Vick ever was on his best day. Whoa. Whoa? I don't think so. You don't think so? No. What more does he the have to do? The speed and the agility and the accuracy. Remember that game against the Green Bay Packers where he took them out just by himself? Storm, at the time of this uh, podcast... 
He's 30-something yards away from beating Michael Vick's rushing record, and he's doing it and not even his second full season National Football League. He's better already. I can't wait to see if you're right or if the storm stays on top. You know who knows that he's better than uh, than Michael Vick? You know who knows? Who? I know. The world knows. Michael Vick knows. The only person who doesn't know is you. I Did you just so. sit here and tell me that Lamar Jackson is the flavor of the week? He's the flavor of the week. Who's the best team in football right now? What has he proven? Who's the best team? The Ravens 11-2. What has he proven? Where has he taken his team? To the top of the standings? But has he has he played anybody else who are champs? No, not yet. Well, look, when we get to December, which we are in right now. Which team once, right once now? We, and once we get to January. Yeah. In January yeah. is where we, we separate the kids from okay. the men. Yeah. Which team is the best team in football right now? Well, arguably, I would say the 49ers. Arguably the 49ers. Yeah. All right, okay. Uh, did the Ravens play the 49ers? Yes. Who won? Unfortunately. Yeah, who won? Unfortunately. Who won? Unfortunately. That's a real good argument by you. I beat you in like two seconds. Two Is that seconds? the best you got? But when the playoff season starts, yeah, when it's the a playoffs. different game, But well, you baby. know what? I'm not into hypothetical. The playoffs haven't started yet. What we I know is this. We're talking about hypothetical with the Belichick. Listen to me. Hypothetical this. Listen to me. Hypothetical that. The best team in football right now is the Baltimore Ravens. The best quarterback in football right now is, the, is is Lamar Jackson. He is he has revolutionized the position. Teams are coming up with schemes and game plans to stop him. They don't know how to stop him. He's put up incredible numbers. He's put up already. Guess what? He's put up records already. And if you don't believe it, ask Michael Vick if he's better than Michael he Vick. And Michael Vick will tell you. He is a sack away from being out. Yeah, everyone's a been saying that. Away. Everyone's been saying that. You know since when? Since he was playing college ball. But guess what? He's in the NFL. They said that in week one. They said that in week two. They said it in five. They said it in ten. We're after 14 weeks. Guess what? He's got a quadricep injury right now. He's not at 100%. Which means He's still better than everybody else, which, man. Which means his mobility is not as fly as it used to be in week one, two, or three, Tony. This guy tick, is not tick, just an athletic tick, quarterback. Tick, tick, Have you seen... Have you seen some of the decision-making on the field at such very fast speeds. How many times that he actually goes back, he starts to run, and then all of a sudden he realizes, I don't have a run, and he flicks it, and he finds the open man. The pass into the end zone. This guy is not only athletic, he's not only physical, he's not only a thoroughbred, he's not only a horse, he is cerebral. Time management. Blah, blah, This guy blah, is the blah, real blah, deal. Blah. He's the, the real playoffs. deal. We'll see who's king. All right. And last time I checked, that 49er defense is awesome. You have a football jersey right now? You have one? Yeah. Yeah, which one? How about them Cowboys? Okay, forget about the Cowboys right now because they can't beat anybody who's good. If you would go out to the store right now and you'd buy a jersey, which jersey would you buy? Which one player in the NFL, which jersey would you buy? Mahomes, baby. Mahomes. Okay, Mahomes. You know what? Good quarterback. I'm not going to be. There's, there's no debate there that he's a good quarterback. Lamar Jackson is the most exciting quarterback, most exciting player in the NFL, and the second most can exciting throw, player. Can he throw a sidearm? Yes, he, the second most. Oh, he can. The second most exciting player in the he's NFL is not even the quarterback of the Kansas he's got City a bad Chiefs. Wheel. The second most exciting player in the NFL is not even the quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs. You want to know who he is? Who? He's the quarterback of the Tampa Bay Bucks. He's more exciting than Mahomes. Well, where's he going? 
Doesn't matter where he's going. I'm We're just telling you. I asked you if you're going to the store to buy a jersey. You don't want to go to buy a jersey because you have your Dallas Cowboys jersey. Oh, that jersey, that jersey is going to get you a heck of a long way this year, right? The owner just came out and admitted that he's the one who calls all the shots. He's the one who does the trades. He does the drafting. He does the game plan. He does everything. Why doesn't he just coach the team? Since the days of Jimmy Johnson, I do agree, it's been downhill. Hey, you do agree? They've been a joke. The truth is It's a the farce. Truth. They're no longer America's team. They're gone. They're finished. They can't beat anyone who's good. All right. Moving right along. Because I think this is Marinero one storm nothing. I don't know if you're going to be able to get back in the game. By the way, I think the game's already over for you. My speaking of game, game, speaking of game, let's move it to hoops if we can. The Bucks and the Lakers, as we speak, both twenty one and three. All right. If LeBron. they continue like this, LeBron. they'll be forty two and six. Then they'll be sixty three and nine. It's close to the Warriors' record of seventy three and it nine. It ain't happening. Can they do it? It ain't happening. Why not? They don't have the shooters. Yeah. They don't have the skill. Yeah. That the Warriors had. Yeah. And the Warriors were a team that were able to let the lead go, sag at the yeah. end of the game, come back with ten trays, and say, guess what? They won out of the game. Yeah. They moved on. Okay. But uh, the Lakers are still a young team. Okay. And I don't think the Lakers, they're a good team. Don't get me wrong. All right. The Bucks are a good team. But uh, to do what the Warriors did, I don't think we're going to see that for the All next right. decade. I'm going to tell you two things. The first thing I'm going to tell you is I agree with you. You have no choice. The second thing I'm going to tell you is if you have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. Okay. All right? And I'm going to tell you so why. You say. I'm going to tell you why. I agree with you. They're not going to break the Golden State Warriors record of 73 and 9. But. They won't. But. But not for the reasons that you said they're not going to break the record. Okay. All right? The reasons why they're not going to break the record. Number one, and in no particular order, is depth. That Golden State Warriors team that did it a couple of years ago had Curry. They had Thompson. They had Draymond. And, you know, you talked about Curry and Thompson. Obviously, those are two great three-point shooters. They had, uh, they had Livingston. They had Iguodala. They had depth. More depth than Milwaukee with, after Yanis, you ask any ordinary Joe, and they got no idea who plays for the Bucs. I can is, tell you, is I can tell you that they have Middleton, and I can tell you that they have Bledsoe, but the ordinary Joe will tell you no one after Yanis. The Lakers, they have Anthony Davis. They have LeBron James. Absolutely fantastic. Caldwell Pope, pretty good player. But they don't have the depth that that Golden State Warriors team had. That's number one. Ask me reason number two, and I'll tell you reason number two. Ask me. Reason number two, in my estimation, should be coaching. No. Reason that's not a that's not a bad answer. I have to admit because their coaches don't quite come with the pedigree. I would say that uh, that uh, Kerr had with the Golden State Warriors. Thank you very but much. But I'm going to give you another reason. Two one, Marshall. I'm going to give you another reason. I'm going to tell you what that is. San Antonio and Toronto. You're still on Toronto. What am I talking about? Ask me what I'm talking about because I know that I'm so ahead of the game that you have no idea what I'm talking about right now. So ask me, Storm, ask me right now. Say, Marinero, what are you talking about? Marinero, where are you going here? All right. San Antonio. Kawhi Leonard. Toronto. Kawhi Leonard. Toronto copied something that San Antonio did. What's it called? Two famous words. 
They're using it all the time in the NBA. Kawhi sat out the game before visiting the Toronto Raptors so he can play the Raptors game. The game before that, he sat out because of what? Rest. Load management. San Antonio did it. It worked. Toronto copied it. Kawhi played 60 games out of 82. By the way, that, should, the playoffs. that should be illegal, though. It's why. As you're paying top ticket to see Kawhi, and he's sitting on the sidelines eating popcorn. If you're paying 500 bucks to go to an NBA game, it's because you can afford the 500 bucks. You want to see Kawhi. Who cares what you want? If you you want to see Kawhi. All right, okay. So now let me ask don't you something. Don't tell me you don't want to see Kawhi. All right. You didn't, you didn't buy those tickets not to see okay. Kawhi. Did All right, you? okay, okay. Let me ask you, you this. You didn't buy those tickets not to see LeBron. Let me ask you this. Nav Badia. Super fan of the Toronto Raptors, right? He's been at their game since game one of their inception in the league, right? He's got, I don't know how many season tickets, super fan, correct? Yes. All right. Let's just say out of those 22 games that Kawhi misses some of them at home, all right? Give me a, let's just say he misses five. He missed five at home out of 22, and I don't even know what it was, by the way, and I don't even care, all right? But at the end, Kawhi played every single game in the playoffs and delivered a championship. Do you think that Nav Batty and the Toronto Raptors fans would whoa, have been more happy whoa, whoa, whoa. with Kawhi playing those five or winning the championship? Well, first of all... This is brilliant. First of all... In sports, it's all about winning. First of all, let's, let's put this on the record. Yeah, okay. on the record. It's all on the record. Kawhi this is a podcast. Kawhi would not be champion yeah. if Golden State wasn't banged up. We don't know that. We don't know. Excuse me? I beg your pardon? We just talked about... You come again? Pardon me? We don't know that. 514? I'll tell you what we know. I'll tell you what we know. What we know is Toronto played Golden State and they beat them. That's what we know. Now you're telling me if Kevin Durant Durant didn't tear his Achilles... We don't know that. Action relationship. You know what everyone said? Everyone said Yanis and Milwaukee is going to be all over the Raptors. They beat them. Yes. Joel Embiid and the Philadelphia 76ers. Did you see the way he was Once staring again, at that bucket at that, at that Giannis shot? Giannis can play in the regular season, but when it comes to playoffs, they melt down like plastic on a heater. So the reasons why the Bucks and the Lakers won't beat the Golden State Warriors record of 73-9 and nine that they established back in 2016 is number one, they don't have the depth to do so, and number two, load management. The way Milwaukee at one point is going to rest Giannis, the Lakers are going to do the same thing with LeBron James, and they may even do the same thing with Anthony Davis. It worked for San Antonio. It worked for Toronto. The Clippers are doing the same thing with Kawhi now. It might work for them, but other teams are going to copy it. Let's move on. It's 2 nothing. We're going to another no, topic. There's no 2 nothing. here. All right. Okay. National Hockey League. Oh. Mike Babcock gets fired, we but gets issues. fired because his we team wasn't... Marinara. He got, got fired because, you know, his best players weren't happy with him, and uh, the team wasn't um, not having the, the results that were expected, all right? So he gets fired, then a story surfaces that he played a mind game, psychological games with some of his players, with, with Bozak and with Kadri, because he asked Mitch Marner to list the hardest working players on the team and the least hardest working. And he had Bozak and Kadri as the least hardest working. And then he went back to Bozak and Kadri, showed them the list and said, this is what the kid thinks of you. So everyone's been talking about that. After that, Bill Peters, uh, and this stemming from a tweet from Akim Aliou, who played for him um, in the American Hockey League, sends out a tweet saying that he was physically abused by Peters. At that point, the Calgary Flames... Um, they launch an investigation. Peters isn't coaching. They look into it. 
Michael Jordan, formerly of the Carolina Hurricanes, comes out. He says that he and a teammate were physically abused by Bill Peters. Rod Brindamore, who was then the assistant coach of the Carolina Hurricanes, says comes out and says, by the way, the allegation made by Michael Jordan, those two instances, it's true, it happened, we were aware of it, we took it to management. Ron Francis, who was the general manager at the time, says he made owner Peter Carmanos aware of it. Owner Peter Carmanos says he wasn't aware of it, and had he been, he would have fired Peters on the spot. Anyway, who do we believe there? We don't know. But the Calgary Flames, long story short, they fire, they fire Bill Peters. Then the story comes out, an allegation towards Mark Crawford, that he too physically abused some of his players by punching them or kneeing them or kicking them and stuff like that. This is what's come out. The Chicago Blackhawks have launched an investigation. He is under investigation. That investigation is ongoing. Then there's been stories about Peter Laviolette. Laviolette, there was also a story that he punched Billy Leno in the head. He came out and he said, look, there's a story that's coming out right now about, you know, me and punching a player and stuff like that. Uh, I made contact with the player with his head, with his helmet, but I didn't mean to do it. So I just want to get out there and I want to be ahead of the game and I want to explain and I want to let everyone know what's going on. And now the latest, Jim Nill of the Dallas Stars. Dallas Stars send out a press release. They have relieved coach Jim Montgomery of his duties. Fired. They have a press conference. Jim Nill, the general manager, comes out and says, listen, I received a phone call on the weekend. And after I hung up that phone call, I realized that what it was about went against our code of ethics with the Dallas Stars organization. He said it's got nothing to do with, with abuse towards a player. None of that stuff. It's something else. They fired him. It leads, you know, it leads us to speculation right now. All we can do it's is speculate, worms, right? Tony, it's a bag because of the worms. Dallas Stars have not want to say what it is. So, you know, the entire sports world is speculating. We're probably going to find out. I would imagine we're going to find out sooner than we're going to find out later because that guy or that person or, or, or that woman who picked up the phone to place the phone call to Jim Nill, chances are that person knows somebody and chances are they told somebody who's going to tell 10 people, who's going to tell 20 people, who's going to tell 100 people. It's going to find its way on social media, so it's going to come out eventually. But you know what intrigues me in all this? And this is something that nobody's talking about, right? This is a Me Too movement. A Me Too movement that probably started with, with, with Harvey Weinstein, right? And, and then moved on to a Me Too movement around corporate, the corporate world, right? Why is this only happening with hockey? That's a good question because... Uh, I only ask good questions, Storm. You know, that's a good question because when I look at the entire spectrum of this whole, from Babcock all the way down to Montgomery, yeah, yeah, I'm thinking to myself, maybe hockey is too conservative and they want to cover up things even before they get out there. It's like an Olympic athlete gets caught with drugs. What do you make of the NHL now saying there's a hotline for all players who are victim of any kind of harassment or abuse, physical or mental or whatever, can actually call the hotline? What do you make of that? Well, it, the hotline, it's good, but can we take it the next step? Can Will, will owners and general managers and coaches, yeah. will they be able to take this to the next step to say, we're open, where we want to help kids, our young men who are in our leagues, we want to help them move forward, but 
it's still. I'm afraid the hotline's. Uh, I'm, I'm afraid the hotline's not going to work, and I'm going to tell you it's why. It's not enough. This is an old boys' it, network. Oh yes, it is. Ken Holland already came out. He was asked if he knew of any dealings with Johan Franzen of what Johan Franzen had to say. That he was. He went through a let nervous guess, breakdown because he went through I mental have abuse. Never heard no such thing. He said, "You know what? I'm aware of everything, but then at the end, he was aware of nothing." This is an old boys network. A lot of people cover for a lot yeah. of people. I'm not saying that Holland did it with Babcock. I'm not saying that. No. But what I am saying is, is that if somebody calls the hotline and it's supposed to be anonymous, guess what's going to happen? Somebody's going to end up telling somebody who's going to end up telling somebody that XYZ player called the hotline and filed a complaint. That's what's going to happen. But I'm going to tell you right now, this is not only a big story in 2019 for hockey. This is going to make its way to basketball. It's going to make its way to football. It's going to make its way to other professional sports. And we're going to be talking about this deep into 2020. No, You'll but, see. But in I don't know why it hasn't come out yeah, yet in the other sports, but it will. The assistant coaches pretty much cover everything. They take care of everything. They they allow them. They allow the coach to say, look, please take care of this issue. Speak to the player. But in hockey, it's always the head coach on the hot seat. He has to deal with the entire spectrum of everything. So it's two different things. And in hockey now, with all these allegations, I think we're in for a slippery slope if they don't put a button on this scenario. And the hotline is only a beginning, but a lot more has to be done. Not behind the scenes. A lot more will be done. Other coaches will be fired. There, there, are a lot of, there are a lot of people that are shaking in their boots right now. Let because me tell you. Montgomery, we're, we're shaking our, what's going on? The Dallas, Dallas Stars are a winning team. They're winning. But how did this How did this happen? Well, it, obviously, it, but they, once, they, you know, they didn't fire him for no reason. They fired for what, what they believe is just grip, cause. Once we have more grip on the story and we're allowed to understand what is going on, then we'll be able to say, well, yeah, just cause. But right now, no. we, we can speculate. We can, we can flip oranges up in the air and say, yes, this, that, or that. We're not going. No we might find out that. from Montgomery because if if he's if he doesn't agree with the reasons for his firing, guess what's going to happen? He's going to want to be paid. Well, which means the courts will get involved, lawyers will get involved, most likely. He'll sue, but he will not speak until he gets before the judge. It's, it's that's how it is. It's it's always been like that. All right, okay. Let's take a look at the power rankings of the NFL after Week 14. We don't care if you agree or disagree. Here are our power rankings on the Sick Podcast. At number five, they're ten and three. They lost twenty-eight to twelve to the Rams, but you know what? I, I still have them at number five in the power rankings. I'm going to go with Russell Wilson, Seattle Seahawks. At number four, they lost a close one, but it could have gone the other way. The ten and three Saints. That was a battle. At number three, a huge win by the Chiefs. Over the Patriots. Game of the week. I have the Chiefs at number three. The 49ers who prevailed, and that was the game of the week. 48-46 over the Saints. They were banged up in that game. You're wrong again. 11-2 49ers are number two in the power rankings. And at number one, the guy who you think is just a flash in the pad. He hasn't done anything yet. Blah, 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 blah. He hasn't proven anything. This guy's the man. He's the best player in the NFL. He's the most exciting player in the NFL. You he's the most entertaining he's player the in the NFL. The and when he wins the Super Bowl, I'm going to buy you a Ravens yeah. jersey. Lamar Jackson and, and the Baltimore the queen, Ravens you know what I mean? are number one in the NFL power rankings after 14 weeks. Now, the sick picks. Are you ready? It's time to get rich with our sick picks. 
on the Sick Podcast. I'm nine and one under this format, baby. Here I'm the hottest thing again. in town, and not only from a looks perspective. I'm the underdog of the week, Arizona to beat Baker Mayfield, OBJ, and the Cleveland Browns. The lock of the week, the Patriots have to bounce back. Spygate or not, they have no other choice. They'll beat the Bengals. And the three biggest games of the week, the Titans are hot. Have you seen that offense? Houston is not after last week's performance. The Tysons continue to throw the ball and run the ball and smash it down Houston's throat. The Titans are a sick pick. The Rams at Dallas, I'm not betting on Jason Garrett. I'm not betting. Unfortunately. I'm not betting on Jerry Jones. Give me the Rams. And Buffalo versus Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh has an undrafted quarterback at third quarterback, whatever he is. It's not good enough. He's going to get picked three times. The Bills defense is going to prevail. They're going to beat the Steelers. So our sick picks, the Titans, the Rams, and Buffalo are in the three biggest games of the weekend. The Patriots are our lock. Arizona's our underdog pick. And that's it for us. You're hey, the score. Hey, yeah. Nine and one. You're having fun, bro. You're having fun. Nine and one. Winner, winner. Chicken dinner. Right here. He's the storm. I'm Marinero. You're listening to the Sick Podcast. And you can follow us on all social media platforms until we do it again. Bye bye for now. Ciao, ciao. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next week. Follow the Sick Podcast on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. <laughs>